Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 246, baby! 246, the perfect number of episodes for a podcast. James, your thoughts? Uh, I... Couldn't agree more. I am a little shocked that we are once again half, almost halfway to another 100 episodes. Uh, That's right. Truly feels insane, but here we are, baby. Here we are, breaking all the rules and all the odds. How you doing? Uh, Johnny, I'm pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, I'm a little tired. You're tired? I am. I'm tired. I had a big, long drive today. I was in the car for almost eight hours. Wow, that's too many hours, if you ask me. It is. Uh, I would agree, but it was a fun time. What now? <laughs> I don't know. I truly uh, don't know. After do you want to introduce our guest? After 246 episodes, I'm pretty sketchy on what comes next. Sure, I'll inv- uh, introduce our guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Mr. Joe Tricks. I have nothing to contribute. You guys can take it from here. Well, that's great. Um, well, nonetheless, thank you for having me, and thank you for being. Here. Get this: uh, we got a couple today. Spike Owen, career batting average two forty six, uh, over about a twelve year career. Uh, guy named Darwin Barney, which I thought was fun. Uh, played from two thousand uh, ten to two. 20- oh, Darbar, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm talking about Darbar. <laughs> Darbar. Darbar. Yeah. Uh, named after uh, my second favorite scientist and my first favorite purple dinosaur. Come on. Uh, and who's your favorite scientist? I would what the Coldplay song? Yeah, exactly. Thank you, <laughs> Johnny. Appreciate the uh, the help. Absolutely. Uh, and then also a guy named Hack Wilson. I'm sorry. Oh, I know Hack no, Wilson. No, 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 no. Sorry, Hack Simmons. Hack Wilson was great. Oh. Hack Simmons sucked. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I thought we were talking about Hack Wilson. No, I was going to tell you all about Tony Larusa baseball too. Yeah, and the Chicago Cubs that I played with. I played with a. Uh, I think they were the 19. 19- it would have been like the 1930s ish Cubs, yeah. Yeah, that was who I played. Let me see what year that was. Point is, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I just played with a 1930s baseball team. I thought that was fun I, as a child. It was a great thing that you could unlock. I had that in, I think it was MLB 2001 or something like that. But I just like the idea that a someone can have the nickname Hack, which in the past may have meant something nice, but now means that you suck, and I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. This guy uh, played for the Tigers and then for the for two teams that very quickly no longer existed. One being the New York Highlanders and the other being the Baltimore Terrapins. <laughs> Ooh, the Terrapins. That's fun. Man, what a fun time. Uh, Hack Wilson batted third and then Billy Wilson was the cleanup hitter. Yep. The Wilson boys, Keep they going. called them. Uh, no, my I just like that early sports teams it was just like hey we have we have 600 teams we don't know who plays for which league yet but they all have weird names and every city has five of them it is beautiful uh boys how are we doing i'm good i'm nice right now you're nice yeah you're real nice i'm real nice don't even worry about me talk to james James, how are you doing? Uh, as you know, Joey and I had a week together uh, explicitly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This weekend, makes it sound, what I did, makes it sound like we went to a Riviera or something. <laughs> I I had a great weekend as well, though. I picked up the guitar, which I hadn't used Whoa, in ten years. I didn't know. And I I wrote I a song called 
I wrote a song called My Friends Are Hanging Out Without Me, and I'm so, so sad. <laughs> wow. That's uh, Johnny. I, Johnny, I think that's a Cure song. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. maybe a Smith song. I was going to say, it sounds definitely. like Morrissey. Yeah. You know when you yeah. work on something all weekend, and at the end of the weekend, you realize you just wrote Firework by Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> Every time, somehow. You know how you're always wondering what you feel like and you're trying to find something to compare it to? And it's always a plastic yeah. bag. Johnny, if it makes you feel any better, it was only a little bit the most fun I've had in weeks. <laughs> so That says more about you than it does about me, so I'm going to let that roll right off of yeah. me. I, I, I want to speak for James, but for me at least, there were long stretches where it just kind of felt like work. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was the most chore-like thing that James did the whole weekend? Right? I mean, just sleep in the in one of the rooms that I wanted to be in. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that room you're in right now. I can it's, see where I slept. It's the room. It's this room right that here. That plant slept right next to that plant. Yeah, and it's it will never be the same. <laughs> yeah, did you kill it? Did you kill that? Plant? Yeah, but in the only time will tell. In the modern way that people use it to mean like uh, doing good at something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had a good time. We uh, ate some good food. We played uh, some golf in truly abject conditions. And then we went to the North Carolina State Fair and ate crazy things. The North truly Carolina State foods. Fair. And the weather cooperated for the fair? Yes, very much so. Yeah, the fair was a great day. Cool, cool, some cloud cover. Yeah. It was very Jimmy, nice. do you have any uh, favorites you want to start with? I mean, the whole day was just an insane uh, the food parade. amount of food. Yeah, I, I realized when I took stock of it, I realized I didn't eat as much as I thought I was going mm-hmm. to. But I still, I started the day with a cinnamon roll and an iced coffee. I forgot about the cinnamon roll. Yeah, the cinnamon roll was delicious and then rolled right into three ham biscuits. <laughs> uh, now you're asking, is that too many? You might think, is that too many ham biscuits? It is too many ham biscuits. But in my defense, I had originally wanted to get only two ham biscuits and a sausage biscuit, but they were out of sausage biscuits. So I was forced, literally forced, to get three ham biscuits. Um, you know how nutritionists are always like, always have your two servings of ham and, and supplement them with a serving of sausage. You know how they're always Correct. saying that? <laughs> yes. Um, how big are these biscuits? They're biscuit sized. The ham serving was small, but the, the yeah, they were, they were uh, like the the, the circumference of a uh, decently sized apple. And how big is the cinnamon roll? That was a big cinnamon roll size. So you ate a giant cinnamon roll and then three whole biscuits and ham before what time? Noon. Yeah. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. It was. Ju- I knew I'd do you proud on that one, James. To be to your point, I felt similarly. Like I think part of it was we did walk a shit ton. Not that it's like mm-hmm. walking off the amount of calories that we took in, but did you walk two marathons? Because that's what it would have taken <laughs> to uh... new. <laughs> but we also spread out. Like there was an initial kind of gorging, and then we waited a little while, and then we went and got a bunch of other shit. Yeah, um, and then my later thing was I had I split a big old thing of uh, cheese fries with beer cheese on them, and then whilst debating whether or not to get a turkey leg or barbecue i just got a big thing of banana pudding okay great and I, I, we, we need to talk about the banana pudding for a minute because so jane we were waiting in line for barbecue which amanda and i eventually split these barbecue queso pulled pork fries uh which were, were really good obscene the sauce on them was yeah. like had was tangy with like a kick it was they were truly delicious we're waiting in that line which was long because everyone wanted a piece. They were selling something called a slop bucket, which if it had been the first place we had gone that day, I would have gotten a slop bucket. 
Johnny, they literally at the North Carolina State Fair were selling a slop. Buckets bucket. of slop. It was it was as if a joke I would have made about people from North Carolina came to life in front of me. It's and a, I was it's like, a, well, you know what? They beat me to it's it. It's a so. very state fair food. It, it's just yeah. what was in the it's, slop. It's bucket? pulled pork. It's baked beans. It's um, macaroni, macaroni and cheese. cheese. Mashed potatoes, I'm assuming. Some sort of, I think it was fries or something like something. It's all, yeah. but it's all just doesn't sound soft enough. The other food sounded perfect. It's all soft. just slopped together, <laughs> um, and it looked incredible. Now we're waiting in line for that the, that vendor. James makes his his play to go to this place that was like nominally a peach cobbler stand, but uh, we came to find out later was renowned for the banana pudding. It comes out in what looks like. How, how to describe like it's it was a it was a large cup of it was like a large ice cream cup yeah that they put a plastic dome on top but instead of the dome covering the banana pudding the dome was just also filled with more banana yeah pudding. yeah so it was like two servings so, in one and yeah. when james is walking over with it it's literally turning heads like a hot woman in an 80s music video where people are like looking down their sunglasses at it like <laughs> <laughs> i walked back up to the group john and there was this big group standing behind us and we had like six people in our group and i walked up and a genuine hush fell over the yeah, crowd yeah. as I started. As I started, <laughs> as he to unleashed open it. it, and then we I, we did start a mini applause break for it being opened. <laughs> <laughs> did it gain traction? Uh, the the they, yes. people were going. People, yeah, and then people and, around and, you were clapping. Yes, the, the people, yeah, and the people behind us were like, "Oh, we got to get that." And I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Truly, it was the best banana pudding I've ever. It had. was wow. it was otherworldly. It was so yeah, good. It was very very good. Um. Other highlight was there anything distinct that made it that way, or was just well executed all around? It was what was what was I liked about it is like I I think a lot of times banana pudding is like like either defined layers or like this this was was vanilla wafers, a layer of pudding, and then some whipped cream that felt like it had been spun three like one two three quick things in a in a food processor so it was all mixed like yeah perfectly yes each bite had the a perfect ratio everything. of what you wanted and it had it was great. and it had so, like it had enough nilla crumbs that it was like they had kind of gotten a little bit of soak in the pudding but you still got a little yeah. texture from it which mm-hmm. is very nice exactly uh yeah. a, a true a top tier dessert couldn't recommend it highly enough um, other highlights include uh, your boy getting some uh, fried Oreos. I'm a big fan of that moment. I enjoy a fried Oreo. Yeah, that was great. A fried Oreo, I feel like a lot of times though, is just too much powdered sugar. I didn't put any on it. mine. Ah, trying to eat healthy, go. Johnny. Trying to lose some of the weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Excuse me. I love the I diet. Saw... <laughs> fried Oreos. Joe, I saw you eating the fried Oreos, and I applaud you for the damage you did i can only ever have one fried oreo and even that i'm like this is this is oh you coward i had six (laughs) i know i know you did can we go back to the beginning just real quick how many ham biscuits for me i had just the one james had three no no no, james mr three ham biscuits just said that he could only have a ham biscuit god's own favorite sandwich to fried oreos get out of my get out of my face Uh, what do you mean you can only have one fried oreo Come on now. That's the most out of character thing uh, I've ham, ever heard. Ham biscuits are light and fluffy and they're wonderful. Yeah. You, uh, fried Oreo is basically a black hole co- in carnage. Comparatively, <laughs> Johnny, to be fair, comparatively to a fried Oreo, ham biscuit might as well be vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a great time. We got to see uh, a parade of cows led by children. 
that was that was fun. Yeah, like a reverse Pied Piper. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was just like the yeah. the who's got the best cow contest among the children who have raised these animals, and That's then they fun. parade them it into very, a, a field of sawdust. It was very fun to watch the cows come out quickly judge who you think is the best cow and then have your judgment be utterly destroyed by someone who actually knows cows. Yeah. And he would just explain on the mic why he likes Talking the Talking about the haunches and the gate and like the... And the product yeah. that they'll produce. <laughs> that, that's going to turn into... their meat. Yeah, it's like talking about what kind of steaks they're going to become. Like, it was wild. Uh, and some of them did moves. It was fun to see cows moo in real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they do do that. Yeah. Like fictional cows. Um, I think my favorite part of the state fair was that uh in the middle of all the food stands seemingly for no reason was just a live gun shoot you could just shoot <laughs> guns turkey shoot it, it, it but there was just it was it was food stand food stand food stand bang bang just, just, bang. just a, a bank of 12 guns that every five minutes would just shoot for three minutes it was and they would they would warn you they'd be like hey if you could hear my voice you might want to cover your ears but it's still unsettling Dude. to be standing waiting for a corn dog and just hearing live gunfire behind you. And you're you. just shooting at a target? Yeah. Yeah. Was- the guy the guy on the mic is like, hey, it's the longest running game at the state fair, which it doesn't need to be. That can that title can go to any of the other games that aren't guns. <laughs> Did they maybe, do the classic or- uh, state fair tradition of if you get a bullseye, you get to fire one into the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> no, you get to fire one up into the air. Yes, if it hits that's the, more fun. Yeah, if it hits the crowd, you win the big squirrel. The, the, the big right, because what's important about that is you go straight up. Because if you yes. do it at any angle, that's not hitting anyone in Correct. the face. Right. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be vertical. F- due to physics, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> they could have put that literally anywhere else in the fair, but goddamn, was it right in and the you know, smack dab middle? And you know what was middle. great is just beyond that, just a, just a stone's throw beyond that, was the tractor pull. What does a tractor pull sound like, you might ask? It sounds like five million hair dryers being revved up every five minutes. There is no difference between the sound of a tractor pull and being on the tarmac at JFK <laughs> on a Thursday morning yeah, when yeah. planes are taking off. It's just it, taking off, same volume. plane taking off, plane taking off. So, so I'm in line for fried Oreos while that's happening, and there's a woman with a child in front of me, and I see the child becoming upset at the um, – the tractor pull, and in my head, I'm like, "Oh, buddy, you don't know how bad it's about to get." <laughs> and and yeah. not not ten seconds later, the guns go off, and this kid <laughs> lost his mind. And I was like, "Pal, I hear you. I I want this fried thing as much as you do, but it's starting to feel like it's not worth it." It comes at a cost. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's stunk. Other than that, a great time. Day at the fair. Yeah, great day at the we fair. We had a blast. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my. Did you do any rides? Nah. No, we didn't do any rides. Are they, do we they just, have rides, or is that they, they do? They do. Got a bunch There's of a ride section yeah. in like a midway, amidst all of the like, you know, exhibits that are like, hey, these people. There's one building that's just, hey, all these people do antique crafts that no one does anymore. You want if you want to buy soap from a person who just makes soap, you get. We got that. <laughs> yeah, we bought some soaps. They smell. We good. bought good nice. soaps. Uh, and but like amidst all of that, yeah, there's like a rides and games area that we didn't yeah. bother with because i'm a man I john I, did, I, I want fried oreos i don't want a plush toy speaking of which i think i did the most opposite food activity one could do from going to the state fair yesterday which is i made baba ganoush <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that sounds about correct yeah how was the baba ganoush at the uh, state fair here's the thing there probably was some and i did not seek it out i 
They probably Man, had fried baba ganoush. <laughs> I was going to go out and say something. I was like, I would bet. And then I was, uh, I second guessed myself, but I still think I'm going to say it. I would bet a lot of money that there was not baba ganoush there. Johnny, you're probably right, but there was an extremely popular Lebanese stand. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And there was a, so, there was a jer- uh, Jamaican jerk stand as well. I don't think they would have had it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine your whole thing is jerk ribs and then baba ganoush? Well, yeah, they would... <laughs> uh, I'll have the jerk chicken and then I'll do the pita and baba ganoush. Yeah, does that come with grape leaves? or? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm uh, wrong about what happens at a North Carolina State Fair, but I'm sticking with it because ignorance is important. Johnny, next year you're coming with. And you're going to eat all of the fried delicious things that now, we Johnny, had. Now, Johnny, did you make um, Israeli baba ganoush or Palestinian yeah, baba ganoush? Yeah, and, and don't you know say what? the wrong thing. I, I was, I was uh, wondering if one of you was going to bring something up again. And boy, oh boy, Well, I mean, I don't know. It. You're the one who brought politics into this, Johnny. We were talking about the state <laughs> fair, and you had to go, go and bring world events in. What world I events? Did, what happened? I did last night watch the um, uh, Parts Unknown Anthony Bourdain where he goes to Israel. And he goes, he goes to Gaza and the West Bank. Uh, it's a tense episode. Why? Well, doesn't he also have an episode in Lebanon when the Lebanese when the Lebanon Israel war break broke? Probably, out? yeah. I should watch. Interesting. That one too. I've been going back and enjoying uh, ten years ago, Anthony I, Bourdain. I need to do that because he's one of my favorite people of all time, and I love his show very much. And I it's worth I, I it's think, worth checking back out. Yeah, I when he died, I haven't since he died. I haven't watched anything of his, and I probably need to examine that part of myself and by doing that just go back and watch i didn't i wasn't like a a huge bourdain guy i was like aware of him you know peripherally and then after he died like a lot of people who die i go back and like get into their stuff way too late and you know get retroactively sad but like Mm -hmm. anthony bourdain had a good hour of (laughs) (laughs) stand-up uh amanda had the same thing james where she like couldn't it just—it was too much to like go back and watch. Yeah, he has a great episode. I can't remember if it's No Reservations or um, the other one, but he parts unknown. It's parts unknown. Yeah, where he goes to uh, the, I think the Antarctic base, and just like sees how they eat and like live and work. It's crazy. It's one of my favorite ones he ever did, just because it's so bizarre and specific. I'm into that. Yeah. Anyhow. Um. Well. I feel like we got a lot of good food stuff. Uh, anything else that either of you made this week or any other food things you want to delve into? Uh, we did make Whole30. Uh, we Amanda made Whole30 short ribs um, with carrots and mashed potatoes uh, on Friday night, which were delicious. Those were very good. Nice. And Nice to see had... you still did Whole30 out there, which is, you know, he shoot up heroin, then have a salad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, brother, made the salad go down a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, heroin's Whole30. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We also had uh, cookout. We had various meals on Saturday, but we shared the probably the best Brussels sprouts I've ever had in my entire Ooh. life. Oh um, yeah, at uh, Y Hill. Were, yeah, those were unbelievable. At a place called Y Hill, W Y E Hill, we had um, some really solid deviled eggs, uh, some uh, uh, what's it called, pimento cheese with uh, like fry chips for dipping. I got to be honest. I didn't want to say this while I was in the South. Yeah. Um, I don't get the – you also were like raving about it. Didn't do it for you? I don't get the the pimento cheese. I don't get the – the. it's good. Yeah. It's good. 
I don't get why it's like the defining. I couldn't tell you that either. And I wish thing. they had had fried saltines instead of like fry chips for for consuming because that's I think my preferred method. Really, it's just like it's like feta dip that doesn't have feta. Like mm. if I could describe it as anything, it was good. Yeah, it was good. But then, yeah, um, to your point, the Brussels yeah, sprouts were fire. Johnny, they were they were everything Brussels. So they were fried Brussels sprouts. Fromage blanc, maple mustard, everything bagel seasoning, and dill. Interesting. Yeah. The maple mustard was what I think Set put it, it off, over the top sure. and really made it unbelievable. It was um, a great meal. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, really. And good. we should also note, at the end of the day, uh, after the fair, we went and got a uh, cookout. What, hadn't done enough. <laughs> hadn't, hadn't been gluttonous enough. Uh, so we went and got more fried food and uh, shakes as well. Mm-hmm. It was a great day. Good time. We love it. Should we discuss Archer? Yes. Sure. This is another cartoon. Um, we've done something from oh, Archer before. We've done lots of things Eggs, from Archer. Uh, <laughs> Eggs Woodhouse, I think. Yeah. Uh, a couple um, others. I love this show. Um, I'm, I'm due to recheck to revisit it because it is same. fantastic. It just ended, I believe. Like the first After like seven 10 years seasons. Or yeah, the first seven seasons I was big into. Mm-hmm. I was way into it. It was one of my favorite shows. Just kind of fell off. Yeah. I think because they started oh, yeah. doing weird things with seasons, and not that that's a bad thing. I just checked out a little bit, like no, yeah, Archer Vice I or whatever. To the quality of the show. Yeah. I was speaking to my own viewing uh, habits. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Eggs Woodhouse, and then we also did Steak au Poivre from, and then we also did a Margarita. Yes. During quarantine, where he did an uh, uncomfortable interview with H. John Benjamin. Yeah, where oh, where they hadn't figured God. out Zoom timing yet. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I had I had memory hold that one. God damn it. Yeah. Yep. Now where he really shines as an editor. You know? <laughs> uh but yeah, great show. Uh John Benjamin, I may have said this last time around, so forgive me. He has a book called uh Failure is an Option, I believe. Uh if you can get the audiobook version, it's hilarious because you get to hear John Benjamin read his own funny book. I'm into it. Love it. Um he makes three things. Uh what this is leveling up to is a Mc1035 which I feel like I had never heard of as well until I watched this episode. Yeah. But I had never either but I'm asking is it a Mc1035 because they stopped serving breakfast at 10:30 and you can eat it at 10:35 cuz you order an egg mcmuffin and then also order a McDouble I, and you put them together. I believe that That's would be right. the case, yeah. Yeah, Got you it. order an egg mcmuffin right I before breakfast ends <laughs> and then as soon as you know, breakfast as soon as lunch begins, then you get a McDouble, and then you put the meat. It's the on the. Yeah. Yeah. It's the breakfast McGangbang, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Which I believe we've discussed in here. McGangbang was a huge part of my college experience. Yeah. Wait, was it really? Oh my god! Yeah. I don't think I, I knew that. Oh, buddy, we were doing McGangbangs every weekend. It was like big. Now, with that, is it which? What do you, what bread do you use? The McGangbang is a you get the Mc, uh, you get the double cheeseburger or the McDouble I forget because one of them only has one slice of cheese but you got to get the one that has two slices of cheese. I couldn't tell you. I know it's I get and it. And you yeah. just you split you split the burger patties and you take the whole McChicken. Bread oh, okay. And all. So oh, you don't. For some reason, I thought you discarded bread. But oh, you no, there's no that. discarding Johnny. There's no discarding bread. Why would you get rid of perfectly good bread? <laughs> I on, think dude. in the Mc1035 you're getting rid of bread. <laughs> Hell with that. Then it's not for me. Okay, <laughs> I'll stick to the Mac Hard pass. Thank you very much. Um, Have you ever taken a Big Mac, gotten rid? Of, I think we've talked about this. Gotten rid of the top bun, and then you flip the middle bun, and the middle bun stays dry. So then you have a better ratio. It's just a uh, a Big Mac with less bread. Hmm. 
I've never done that, but that's mostly because I just get a quarter pounder and I replace the ketchup with Mac sauce, and it's essentially the same ratio that you're trying to achieve there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's better. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so wait, Jay, so when you do a McDouble and you replace ketchup with Mac sauce, you're not I getting... Do a, I do a quarter pounder. A quarter pounder, right. Yeah. A single or a double? Uh, I've done the double, but I, as a... As an adult man, I got to do the the single now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm not going to bring those. You, you live, you learn, you grow again. up, you adjust. <laughs> Johnny, no, there's no rules at the state fair, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're not getting the same like roughage as a Big Mac, but you're getting the same sauce profile. Yeah, there's, there's a no little lettuce. bit of the, yeah, there's a little bit of lettuce on yeah, there, but, but not, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. not not as they much. They don't do it anymore. I wish they would just give you the little tubs of the Big Mac sauce like they used to, the same way as they do for ranch or barbecue. Did they get rid of that? They got rid of that, and they should bring it back. I wonder why? Because it's great to dip. Is this a, a a recent development, or was my guy just on a power trip? Uh, we went to McDonald's recently, and they um gave us our. They asked us to pull up. To give us our our food, you know, sometimes when it's not ready. So we pulled up, and the guy came out, and we had asked for uh, sweet and sour sauce, and we opened the bag as when he got there, and, I, and there was no sweet and sour sauce. I said, "Excuse me, we asked for some sweet and sour sauce," and he goes, "Oh, you have to pay for that." I feel like that's location by location at this point. And then we we were like so taken aback that he just kind of walked away. We didn't say anything. Right. I felt aggrieved, and I need to know if I was righteously aggrieved or if I if it's. I mean, again, I think it just is location based. I think some places, maybe a manager will be like, "Hey, try and fuck people over today, and make them pay for condiments." And other places don't give a shit because they're making their money elsewhere. But well, I'd like to go to those places. <laughs> if it's uh, if it's good, did a press release April nineteenth, twenty twenty three, saying that they were going to do the Mac sauce in cups for a limited time. I must, but I seem to remember them before then for sure. Yeah, I I, de- I distinctly remember getting them at one point when we. I think that we had recorded or were yeah, about to record. I remember this. And we went in to the Midtown. McDonald's by your old place. Yeah, in yeah, in in, in Midtown. In that, but this was a uh, limited time in April 2023. So maybe they'll be dipping their toes back in. Who's to say? Mayhaps. All right. Well, <laughs> um let's talk about the most expensive Mc1035 from Archer. Yes. So he makes three things and then puts them together as a Mc1035. So the one of them He's going to make a little mini quiches. He's going to make little mini uh, Wagyu sliders. Yep. And then little mini Abirco ham uh, crostinis. Yes. So that's what we have. And then he's going to put them all together and eat them. So the first thing he makes are these little quiches, and they look adorable. Yeah, they look like a blast. Um, How do you guys feel about a quiche? I love a quiche. Interesting. Um, I would not have thought that for you. I, I actually thought the same thing. I was expecting you to say no, but... Oh, no, I love a quiche. They, it combines two things that uh, try to team up and sabotage my stomach, I mean, cheese and eggs, but uh, sure. I love my... You know what it is? Is I grew up eating... My mom would make quiches all the time. Yeah, um, yeah and, quiches were a big part of my growing up as well. And I, yeah, I, and so, I had a friend named Keisha. Oh. <laughs> so the three of us uh, are the same. Yeah, we were blood, blood brothers. I'm, so, I'm, I'm smiling and doing like an aw shucks face. <laughs> I love a quiche. Throw in, I mean, it, it's throwing some onions and some bacon and uh, maybe some spinach. It's just there. There are endlessly a blank canvas. Yeah. Yes. You can really. Correct. You can. You can do just about any old breakfast thing you want in a quiche. Yeah. You can eat them hot. You can eat them cold. They're great. There's so many good things going on. I like. Uh, I like a little broccoli in a quiche. 
kind of like a sure. it's like a little yeah. like a breakfast chicken bacon or a chicken uh broccoli bake kind of thing it's nice mm-hmm. yeah even a, a tomato quiche a simple tomato quiche oh. love it Big fan. i'm gonna pass but i get it yeah, yeah, yeah i like what kind of tomatoes are in there well it's i like it mostly with uh, tomatoes, whole tomatoes. And almonds and raisins <laughs> all and my favorites every, everything <laughs> i'm imagining just a whole like three whole Clams. tomatoes dropped in <laughs> to yeah no more slices more like slices slice of an, a nice slice of an heirloom tomato right oh okay and it's passed down through the generations is that correct johnny that's right yeah yeah the thing about an heirloom tomato is it tells stories <laughs> The ownership is sacred, you see. Uh, yeah, uh, these little quiches that he made, uh, he did them in little phyllo cups that were pre-made phyllo dough, which I don't have any problems with, and I'm sure James doesn't. I loved it. Thank God that he didn't make his own phyllo dough. Yeah, seriously. Uh, a pretty simple quiche base, and then he makes an asparagus. Uh, I don't know what would we call that. It was like a asparagus truffle, crema asparagus. truffle yeah, puree. puree. Yeah. That's what it is. And then a little bit of speck on it yes. for a nice little. It looked like a great. I would if that was at a party I was at as a pastor d'oeuvre. I would be mm-hmm. thrilled. Big about fan it. of speck. Yep. Love speck. And then I would have laughed when my pee smelled twenty minutes later. Yeah, <laughs> I would have. It is always a fun surprise. I would have had a, yeah. a mouthful of quiche talking about pee. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also probably uh, that quiche sounds like another word and spell is spelled like another word. But uh, we don't need to talk about that for now. Uh, the second appetizer he makes is a crostini with uh, a birko ham and then a cheese sauce. Do you remember what type of cheese it was? Something it stinky. Was, oh, yeah. What was the name of it? it Pata uh, Negra. Is that it? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And he said it was like uh, brie with athlete's foot. Wait, wait. Hang on. I think that's not it. You got it wrong? I think it's, you I wrong think it's queso torta Joe? del casar. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Uh, cheese made from sheep, sheep's milk in the Extremadura region of Spain. And he called it, yeah, what did he say? Athlete's foot? It was brie with ath- with a case of, case of athlete's yeah, foot. Yeah, stanky. Which weirdly s- makes me want to eat it. <laughs> I feel similarly to cheese as I do with hot sauce, which is when it's for flavor, I'm well on board with it. When it feels like it's a challenge to go like in this above and beyond level, yeah. I'm not into it anymore. Like a cheese that is so stinky that it feels like it's like a, it's like a, a yeah, a, a, mount, a mountain to to, to but beat. But those, I will say though, those don't those don't have the same like burdens that hot a hot sauce does because like it doesn't. The flavor is amazing. It's it's just the it's just getting over the hurdle of the smell. Once it's in your mouth, it's great. But yeah, I think there's just there's something about there's a certain funk level that feels like you're trying to do something as opposed to it's like. You know what I'm trying to say? Maybe yes. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 I get, I get what you're saying. It's less about. Yeah, you're like you're you're basically being like, did you really need this? Yeah. Did you have to do this? And it could have been. It would have been ninety eight percent as delicious if it didn't smell like a gym bag. You reach a point of <laughs> diminishing returns, right? Because yeah. there is there is something to be said for like some of the like we had when we were in Paris. There was a blue cheese that had some stank on it. But when paired, sure, when yeah. paired with like this weird honey wine, like there were two things that tasted bad separately, but when combined together were like magical. There's that, and then there's a point beyond that where you're just like, I don't care what magic happens, it's just too stinky. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. But yeah, I'm I'm all for a stinky cheese, but it is in small doses. Yeah, it, yeah. you're right. It, yeah, dabble it, it, do you? Because yeah, because it can the the funk of one cheese can like cast a pale over all the other cheeses on the plate we're like 
it kind of right. ruins her appetite almost. Especially since this was going on top of a Birko ham, which he showed the price tag of all. He had like a small amount of ham, and it was fifty-five bucks. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. Uh, a Birko ham, I think, might be the most delicious bite I've ever put in my mouth. It's so. It's I... so good. I don't think I've ever had like true Ibirico ham. Oh, Jimmy, we got to get on a plane to Spain right now. Uh, yeah, and it's it, the, good. P- the plane in Spain is ma- you get it mainly on the rain. Yeah, whatever, perfect. we all there. <laughs> a plus, Joe. Thank you. Uh, so this cheese sauce went on top of it, and I did wonder if it was going to overpower. He said it was not so bad; it was a little bit mild. But I think you could tell he was a little bit nervous about it as well. Yeah, uh, but I it, that's the first time I've ever seen Ibirico ham used used in any way it is Instead typically just like eaten just eaten as a slice on its own yeah. like it, it almost seems like a sac- sacrilege because like yeah everything i've heard is that it's so good yeah and i've never seen it uh, even accompanied by bread it's just like <laughs> here's a piece here's a couple pieces of ipirico ham right that's all you get and you and you're gonna enjoy it. it yeah look into the look upon the face of god <laughs> and know her yeah the third and final uh pastor d'oeuvre that he makes is a wagyu ribeye uh, uh crostini that's like a little burger with ribeye wagyu ribeye yeah uh i'm sure it was great i'm sure it's perfect can't be bad the, the I, cut of beef looked wild yeah the cut of beef was, was insane i just sliders are you don't need to do anything fancy with sliders you're never like Wagyu, it's a waste of Wagyu beef to make a slider out of it. Yeah, Just, he puts Colby Jack cheese on it, which is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. it's frustrating yeah. as hell. <laughs> like, like just get, just get the cheapest ground beef and make us because like, yeah. there's something about the small serving of it. I, I don't know. Well, and that felt, I think that goes. Have you ever had a slider that fits on the bun correctly? No, no, nope. it's either too small or too big. Correct. No one's ever made the correct size slider no, before. No, and it's also and that's, like that's part of why I don't love sliders because like they're never executed. What here's what I'll the say: the way they should be sliders that that go off the not not off the beaten path. Sliders that don't use beef really, I think, have a better shot just because it's a small chicken sandwich or a small like little I don't know. Mm. Like I'm thinking specifically of Arby's. Arby's sliders are great and like <laughs> do portion well, <laughs> but like generally speaking, a slider is gonna be disappointing because like. Yeah, they used either a worse cut or like worse ingredients because it's smaller, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't need it. I like them. I'll get them, um, but they're. Eh. And then he does the Mc ten thirty five. He puts them all together and tries to make a big bite, and he can't get his mouth around it, and it looks hard. Um, and yeah, I don't know if it would be great together, but individually, I think these look like fun little apps. Yeah, I would agree. Did you have a favorite of the three that you would go for? I think the quiche looks like my favorite. Yeah, give me that quiche because the quiche Which also had because it's the least expensive ingredients. Yeah. yeah, it also had the the parmesan crisp on top, which I would love yeah. to get going in there. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna throw a vote to the Iberico ham just because yeah, that on a crostini with I'm curious about the cheese because you turn the cheese into a. These look like very good past hors d'oeuvres. I think I would enjoy all of them. Uh, a fun app. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. A solid yeah. a solid execution. You know. If the if the ideal Babish episode is here's the here's the movie or show version here's the plussed up version, and then we're done. This is a good version of like, hey, there's three things in one episode. Here's all three things, yeah. right? Like, I agree. Yeah, the, those are kind of the two main templates, and this was a solid execution. Yeah, I would eat every single thing here, and I guess yeah, I gotta go to Spain. Fuck. Yeah. It cost me 
expensive episode cost me a flight trip to Spain. And the rain in Spain. And so mainly on the plane. So, <laughs> um, uh, Do we have any correspondence? Nope. <laughs> if you like the podcast, please subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to follow us for more content, we're getting subscribers on Instagram. Send us emails for your questions, comments, or concerns. Send those to GavinFabish at gmail.com. Chief Quiche. Chief Quiche is my contribution to the end.